experts predict that a turnover tsunami is imminent, thanks in part to the eventual end of the coronavirus pandemic. In this episode of HR Party of One, I'm going to talk about how you can use trending onboarding tips and best practices that will almost certainly keep people from leaving your company. Stick around until the end, and you'll leave with new ways to onboard for retention and streamline the entire process to save yourself time, money, and headaches. In a few moments, we'll cover what is onboarding and why should organizations value it now more than ever, onboarding tips and best practices for organizations in 2021, and how you can use an HRIS to streamline and perfect onboarding. Let's jump right into it. Employee onboarding involves the integration of a new employee into an organization by providing the necessary knowledge, skills, and behaviors to be successful in their new role. The onboarding process typically involves everything from filling out paperwork to meeting coworkers and being introduced to the company culture. Effective onboarding has some very real benefits for organizations. According to SHRM, the Society for Human Resources Management, employee turnover can be as high as 50% in the first 18 months of employment. And a Gallup poll found that an employee's perception of an organization begins with the individual's very first interactions with the company, including the sourcing, recruiting, and onboarding processes. Unfortunately, Gallup also found that just 12% of employees feel their organization does a great job onboarding new employees. Way back in one of our first episodes, we covered how organizations can improve their onboarding process. But as I mentioned at the top of this episode, employers now have even more reason to take a look at how they bring new employees on board. A recent SHRM article reported that studies show as many as half of workers intend to look for a new job in 2021. Turnover rates were actually very high before the pandemic, but the uncertainty caused by coronavirus shutdowns led to a nine-year low in quit rates. For a growing business, onboarding new hires is a big responsibility. How well you onboard employees plays a key role in your employee retention efforts. This year, more than ever, how well you onboard can mean that you're able to withstand this anticipated turnover tsunami. Let's talk about how you can use some trending onboarding tips to avoid these costly employee departures. Onboarding should so thoroughly integrate a new hire into your company and prepare them for success that the employee decides to stick around for the long haul. It's the ideal every organization should strive to reach. That's why every onboarding strategy should see retention as the ultimate end goal, as the ultimate measure of success. Without this mindset and a matching approach, your efforts are basically wasted. Crafting and following a comprehensive checklist ensures a consistent, streamlined onboarding process for each new hire. It also allows HR pros to better track the work and time associated with bringing on new employees. This data gives the company an easier way to identify and address inefficiencies in existing onboarding processes. Your onboarding checklist should include a section dedicated to paperwork and legal forms that are required by the federal government, including Form I-9 and Form W-4. It should also include sections for technology introductions that equip employees with all the proper tools they need to be successful. An introduction to the company culture, which we'll discuss in a minute, and any other practical needs that employees need to know. One note, if different roles at your organization require different tech, you should have different onboarding checklists by department or even by role. The timeliest takeaway for 2021? Well, don't be afraid to update your onboarding checklist. If we learned anything from 2020, it's that when the employment landscape changes as it did dramatically during the pandemic, HR needs to be ready to change along with it. 
If you're actively bringing on new hires right now or in the near future, you may still be onboarding remotely. But as many employers around the country shift from online to in-person work, it's vital that you prepare to onboard both in-person and remotely. We recommend that you keep these two processes separate. Bernie Portal actually put together a how-to guide that explains remote onboarding, which I've included in the episode description for your reference. The good news? Well, there's not much difference between in-person and remote onboarding, at least when it comes to the end goal. Remote hires likely need more scheduled check-ins and touch points with managers as they integrate into the company, as well as opportunities to meet other employees on the team. You need to be intentional to make that happen. On our team, we call these sessions uh, forced Bernie fun lunches, where we put teammates into groups to get to know one another. Ultimately, the main reason we recommend onboarding remote workers separately from in-person hires is that it's awkward to combine them. It's tougher for a person to make those human connections with managers and coworkers when they're sitting behind a screen and the rest of their colleagues are sitting in front of one another in person. However, if everyone is interacting virtually, that disconnect is dimmed or non-existent. We've talked about culture guides extensively since HR Party of One first started putting out videos. A culture guide goes beyond the typical employee handbook by explaining the history of an organization, its mission, its vision. It also discusses how the organization tackles problems and communication norms. For onboarding, culture guides help integrate employees into the company's culture. They teach norms about how colleagues treat each other, compensation philosophies, and information on employment law. In addition, employees can learn important housekeeping items that help them navigate daily life, such as how to connect to the printer. All components of your culture guide should also be readily accessible to every employee at all times. Bernie Portal stores hours in our employee portal online. In our onboarding process, we make the culture guide available as soon as an employee accepts their new position. They're even required to read through every section before their first day so they can hit the ground running on day one. If you use onboarding software, which we'll cover in the next section, we suggest attaching the culture guide document to the onboarding process so that each employee's acknowledgement of the terms is recorded. Ideally, onboarding should be a shared responsibility between HR and your management and leadership teams with neither party bearing sole responsibility. Managers should be the ones actually working with new hires during the onboarding process, while HR's role should be to serve as quality assurance, QA. This approach ensures onboarding success because HR's oversight helps keep your entire organization on the same page and dedicated to creating an excellent new hire experience. That said, the parts of the onboarding process that can be owned by HR include things like standardization or ensuring the new hire experience is the same for all employees, training managers on best practices, which ensures everyone's on the same page when it comes to the most effective way to onboard new employees. And at Bernie Portal, we've put together an entire document for managers that explains how we welcome new team members. It includes everything from how we explain our mission to where to find the bathroom. And finally, creating and executing an onboarding checklist, which helps support points one and two. Use 306090s to track progress. The 306090 framework permits managers to track new hire progress during their first three months on the job. At Bernie Portal, our managers give a 306090 to each new team member on their first day. Managers then review this list of expectations, projects, and responsibilities with employees during one-on-one -on -one meetings, which are held each week between managers and direct reports. As your manager begins to hold one-on-ones and review 306090s with their new hires, 
they may find that employees struggle with certain processes or projects. Instead of leaving them to flounder on their own, managers can work with employees in one-on-one -on -one sessions to identify solutions. With this approach, employees know exactly what's expected of them in their first three months of their role, but they're not left to figure it out on their own. Managers work alongside new hires to ensure they're fitting into the role and their responsibilities. This combination of expectations and dynamic performance management helps new team members find their footing as they become a productive member of the organization. The stakes this summer are incredibly high. If you get this right, it could mean the difference between keeping your staff intact or not. But I do have a solution for you. It's one we promote regularly on HR Party One. It's called HR technology, and it can quite literally change your work life. Bernie Portal's Human Resources Information System, also known as an HRIS, has an onboarding feature that helps perfect your process by streamlining certain functions and enhancing others. With an online onboarding software solution, new hires can upload all their personal information, including identification documents, social security numbers, addresses, emergency contacts, and other details before they even begin working. They can also review benefits and other relevant new hire information in a single location, and even review the culture guide before day one. HR tech satisfies and streamlines your compliance requirements too. And it cuts down on paperwork and filing woes. All of this adds up to employee empowerment. You've given colleagues, teammates, the agency to complete all the necessary compliance and new hire forms on their own. And this frees up HR, meaning you're able to focus on high value activities, including tweaking your onboarding process by applying the tips and best practices we just covered. An ideal online onboarding system includes the following features. It's part of an all-in-one HRIS that combines onboarding with an applicant tracking system and online benefits administration. The ability for new hires to complete required state and federal forms like Form W-4 and Form I-9. The ability to create custom documents to collect info not required by the government, including things like workplace preferences, training info, or even t-shirt size. An option to develop onboarding checklists like I mentioned a few minutes ago. Simplified user functionality, which ensures that HR doesn't spend more time uploading and storing required info and forms than before they adopted the onboarding system. And new hires don't have to spend all day figuring out how to use it. If you're hiring this quarter, I urge you to take a look at your onboarding process as soon as you can. Even if you're not, the tips and best practices I covered in this episode will shore up your approach to onboarding to make it more effective and keep new hires longer. Key to this equation is HR technology. I've included some resources about Bernie Portal's own onboarding functions, including a link to a product demo. I recommend reviewing those if you'd like to learn more about how an all-in-one HRIS can help you help your team avoid the turnover tsunami this summer. That's strategic work. And remember, your job is as strategic as you make it.